Welcome back to Becoming Next on Scene, everybody. It is your host, Jackie Zook. It is another awesome day for another awesome episode of how to become next on scene in your field of business or in your passion. Before I bring on my amazing and inspiring guest today, I always like to start with a marketing tip to get your week started and then a self-care tip to keep your week going. So uh, my marketing tip of the day, what is going to be my marketing tip of the day? I know last week we talked about Reels. I think this week is really more about really testing out specifically on multiple platforms, all different sorts of content. So carousels, which are multiple images in a post, videos, reels. And if it's not on Instagram and TikTok, it's like a quick 60 second video, IGTVs, which are longer than 60 seconds. So usually anything from a minute to I think they can go up to about an hour. The more things you try, the more social media pushes your content. So really be aware of what you're putting out and make sure it's not the same content all the time in terms of like always one image with context, you know, like the value of changing it up is what really spices up what people want to see. And that's how they boost your content. So that's the marketing tip of the day. I would say my self-care tip of the day, even though my amazing guest is all about self-care, by the way, she's fantastic. I would really say to really make the time for self-care. If that means going to this amazing place I'm going to talk about next with my guest and getting a facial or getting a massage or, you know, traveling for a night away. Like it's really, really important with life getting so busy and the fall being around the corner to make the time for yourself because... Without health, we don't have anything. I really believe that at the end of the day. So take care of yourself and it will pay forward. Um, And actually you'll have more abundance come to you. I believe that too. So take care of yourself. That's my self-care tip of the day. So now I'm really excited to share my amazing and inspiring guest with you today, Sharon McEntee, who is the founder of Embody Med Spa. She's been in the spa aesthetic world, dermatology world for 25 plus years. Talk about an expert. She's definitely one to know. We talk all about trends. We talk all about things you should be aware of as the seasons change regarding your skin and so much more. So stay tuned for the amazing Sharon. The ups, the downs, and all the in-between. What it takes to become next on scene. Are you next? Follow us at Next On Scene. Welcome back to Becoming Next On Scene, everybody. I am so excited to be here with the amazing Sharon McEntee, the founder of Embody Med Spa. Hi, Sharon. How are you today? Hi, Jackie. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to have you. You are like a multifaceted, talented woman. And I, I'm oh. so excited for my audience to get to know you. So Thank you. <laughs> of course. So tell us more about, you know, how did you fall into the world of aesthetics and like opening your own spa? Like talk a little bit more about that. So I'll try to shorten it for you, but I kind of roundabout. I actually was a pre-med major in college, a health sciences pre-med, and I had a minor in business. But in between, while I was going to school, I also did get my license in aesthetics. And I did it more just because I was interested in the field, never thinking for a second that that would be my career. And then I started working for a big derm practice. I went to the University of Miami and I worked for big derm practice down there. And I just fell in love with the industry. And I worked with dermatology practices um, for about 17 years. 
And then um, decided it was time for me to make the leap and go out on my own and haven't looked back since. So love it. I love and it. how long, how old is Embody Med Spa? Eight and a half years. We opened in February of 2013. That's amazing. Yeah. You should be yeah. really proud of that. And you guys, so for an audience who's not based in like Mass or like around Boston, where are you based? Tell the North Shore. And- yeah. So we're based um, north of Boston, just north of Boston. So um, somewhat North Shore. Um, so we service basically those communities. It's funny though, because we have clients, believe it or not, all over the country. You know, if they come into town to visit, they come and see us. So I feel pretty honored about that. Um, that our freaking awesome. Everywhere. But but yes, but primarily we do serve the north of Boston area, New Hampshire. Love that. So talk about two services you guys offer, because you offer a bunch of different stuff. We do. We can pretty much address any skincare needs you have, but then we also do body treatments as well. So we are a medical spa. We do offer classic spa services, such as facials and waxing, spray tanning, that type of just what you fit into like a classic spa category. But our focus is also on medical grade procedures. So we do a lot of procedures for injectables, Botox, filler, We do laser treatments, skin tightening treatments, radio frequency. We do cool sculpting. We have, we're one of the few practices that offers the new cool sculpting elite. We offer cool tone. So you name it, we offer it. And if we don't offer it, if we can't fix your concern, I have a whole network of people that I refer out to who can. Love it. And so being with your background, like where did you start? What was the first thing you've ever tried on somebody? Let's talk about that experience. Um, my very first job, because you do work on people in school, right? When you're doing this, but I, my very first job out of school was in a waxing clinic in Miami. And it was like baptism by fire, baby. It was full body waxes, males, females, you name it. And it was a little bit <laughs> of a shock, but what an amazing experience for me. And it made me a really good waxer. It's funny, though, that as my career has progressed, I kind of gotten away from that service. I do more of the big gun services, but it was just definitely a very interesting experience to do that. And then I worked more in like, you know, little spas and then went into Durham. So So cool. So what we say is like, because you offer everything, like I can understand being multifaceted in that arena, but what's like your favorite thing to do? So right now, my favorite procedure is Morpheus. I'm not sure if you've heard of Morpheus. I haven't. Oh my gosh. It's my favorite, favorite procedure. I've I've done six of them on myself. It's radiofrequency microneedling. It treats just about everything. We can treat aging. We can treat scarring, discoloration, uneven texture, pores. We can actually even melt the fat under the chin. We can sculpt the jawline with it, treat the neck. We can treat stretch marks, cellulite. It is amazing. Um, It's intense but it is so worth it. It's such a great, great procedure. So that's my favorite right now. And then of course, you know, I don't, I don't perform Botox. I have nurses that do that, but it, you know, Botox is always the top. Right. <laughs> so like for the Morpheus piece, like I'm so fascinated. Do they need to come back multiple times? Like how long does it last? Like, what does that look like? So you do see a difference with one treatment, but we do recommend that people have a series of three treatments to begin with. And then again, it depends on what we're treating. So that might vary slightly, but on average, three treatments, you come once every four to six weeks for three treatments, and then you can maintain it depending on, again, what we're treating. You would come once every four to six months 
for one treatment just to maintain it. Pretty cool. Yeah. It's wow, I'm like very interesting. That's super yeah. cool. And pretty minimal downtime. The redness goes away very, very quickly. It's a pretty sophisticated procedure. We love it. It's great. Love it. And just like side note, because I am pregnant. So I feel like pregnant moms, like what's kind of trending for pregnant moms in terms of skincare, things they could be doing, all of that stuff. So we tend to tread very lightly um, with pregnancy just because, um, you know, for liability reasons. And I mean, I've had three kids, so... You know, I've, I've gone through this and had to pull, scale back on my skincare routine and all that, just being pregnant. But we, you can still do facials, absolutely. And a lot of times the skin gets angry, we'll call it when you're pregnant for some people. So sometimes that means acne breakouts. Sometimes that means sensitivity, rashes. We can absolutely address that. We have a lot of experience with that. And we will customize whatever treatments we can, but we'll keep you safe. We, we would never do a procedure that wasn't indicated for pregnancy. And we'll also go over your home care and make sure that you're not using any products that may not be safe during pregnancy or... So good point. Because I feel like a lot of people are so unaware of that stuff. Yeah. And sometimes people just stop everything because they're nervous and that can make your skin freak out a little bit. So if we can guide you and just, you know, and we do free consultations. So if you're just not sure and you just want us to give you a little free assessment and let you know what's safe to use, we're happy to do that for you. Freaking awesome. So do you also like, I'm assuming you guys sell products too in store, right? And things like that. So uh, is it like a a range of all different companies? Are there certain companies you like to like partner with for different things? Can you talk about that too? A hundred percent. So I've never been somebody who just is committed to one product line because I've never come across a product line that can serve all of the needs that we need, right? So I pick and choose from product lines, the best products, the ones that I think are well worth the price that have the best active ingredients that clients are going to see the best results with. And I have no problem mixing and matching product lines for clients to give them the best skincare routine for them. I love that. That's such a good point. Like, cause one product can't be, I mean, that's just unrealistic, right? Like, of course. Yeah. It would be some product lines are much better for certain skin conditions than for others. And that's okay. You know, that's where their strengths are. So, so also too, like regarding kids, because you have kids like in their teenage years, I'm assuming, right? That's how old they are, a little older than that. I have 11, nine and four. Okay. So like within that range, but the little babies still got to, so talk about too, like with skincare and regimens with kids, like, are they starting younger now to do these things or, well, I mean, you're obviously in the industry, right? So you're getting them on it pretty quickly, but like, what does that look like exactly? Yeah, no. So I think what we've noticed since the start of my career, I mean, I've been in the industry for 25 years. So over that time, the age at which kids start to hit puberty, seems to be getting younger and younger, right? And so therefore, the skincare issues begin to start younger than they used to. So yeah, so we have kids that are coming in. Sometimes they just need a little cleanup. We do a clinical style facial. We make sure that they're using products that are safe for them. We don't necessarily have to get them on our products. At a certain age, it's really just important that they are washing their face, <laughs> you know, kind of scaling it back to basic. Right. Especially um, for like athletic and stuff, right? Like I'm assuming that has a huge piece. Yeah. Sports that require a helmet are tough. And that, so sometimes we see them way more often when they're during that sports season and then not so often when they're off season. So we, again, can customize it. But 
I've had clients as young as five years old, and I've had clients as old as 98. And so, awesome. you know, and I mean, the five-year-old had a couple little milia and he would come in once a year and I would just click, click those out and he'd be good to go. And I wouldn't have to see him for a year. And then, yeah, now we get kids that come in. If they're just starting with a little bit of clogging in their skin, we just get them on a good routine. Love that. Yeah. Now, obviously with the changing of the seasons as we're heading into like fall, what do you notice with skin? Like that changes that people should be aware of. Can you share some? trends or things people should know about? Yeah. So fall tends to be a hard time of year for rosacea clients. So people who have a problem with rosacea, going from summer to fall can be a little bit tough. The skin gets pretty angry. And so we can do facials, certain types of peels, treatments that will help to correct that and keep it under control and keep it calm. We can address the symptoms of rosacea. Acne tends to be an issue in the fall. Things start to get a little more stressful. So people are getting more stress, hormone breakouts, right? So we can address that for them. The other thing is that as people, you know, start to get into fall and maybe their little tan starts to fade, well, then the sun damage starts to become more noticeable, right? This brown spot is not fade. <laughs> right. um, and so then fall is usually a big time of year. We do a lot of IPL photofacials. So we correct brown spots and redness with the IPL. That is really our season for that. What does IPL stand for, Sharon? Intense pulse light. So it's not, it's not technically a laser, but for all intents and purposes, it acts like a laser. So it is a light-based treatment and we're able to remove brown spots, freckles, broken blood vessels, general redness, take it off one to two treatments and you're good. Oh my God. Amazing. That's like really transformative. Yeah, it's very, very popular. Generally, most people start up those procedures again around October. And then it's like our one of our most popular procedures straight through until April, I'd say. So cool. Thank you yeah. for sharing that. Yeah. I feel like a lot of people can relate to the rosacea and the acne, especially with transition of seasons. Yeah. And the other thing too, you know, using sunblock all summer, the skin, you know, some people don't get treatments in the summer, totally understand. And using the sunblock and sweat and all of that, the skin tends to feel a little grimy. So September and October are also big times of year where people come back and start doing their facial routines, their hydrofacials, and really just getting their skin back to where it was. Right. That makes sense. I mean, your skin is amazing, obviously, because you're in that world. But like, if somebody wanted like a quick overnight, like DIY thing they could do at home in like five minutes, what would be like your go-to items, like things that you would suggest? So if they're not using our products, but they just want to use what's in the house, one of the easiest things that you can do is just take a washcloth. And you're going to laugh when I say this, but one of the best exfoliating washcloths are those cheap dollar store, like Disney character washcloths. You know, they're like a little cube and you wet them. Totally. Okay. So, I mean, they're yucky, but they work really well to exfoliate. So for the body, um, a quick little buff, or even for the face, just every once in a while with your cleanser and that gets all the dead skin off and the skin just looks brighter and healthier. If you have a mask at home, throw that on after. And then it's a nice little skincare treatment for I mean, love it. That seems pretty easy for anybody to do, right? Like, Right, yeah. Those washcloths are great too if you have um, what's called keratosis pilaris or KP, which are like the little chicken skin bumps on the back of the arms or the back of the thighs. Those washcloths work great. 
Amazing. Hating <laughs> knowledge there. That's hilarious. Like, I can't even remember the last time you even saw one of those, but I know exactly what you're talking about. Well, once you have kids, you're going to see I'm going to be all over that, right? Like, I'll be looking for it probably at this point. That's hilarious. I love that. Okay, so before we talk about Sharon's fun facts um, and game time, can you share anything you want to offer to our audience and also how they can follow you on social media and get in touch? Sure. So we... Um, For all clients in general, we offer a new client discount, which is 20% off hydrofacials for your first visit and 10% off injectables, Botox or filler. For your listeners, if they do mention the podcast, we will give them 20% off across the board any of our services. Awesome. That's so nice. Thank you. And they can find us. um, We are on Instagram as Embody Med Spa, Facebook, Embody Med Spa. On LinkedIn, I'm under Sharon Brown McEntee, and I think that's it. <laughs> so, and then my website is just embodymedspa.com. So basically, they Google Embody Med Spa, and they'll get Google Embody Med Spa. You can't miss it. It'll come up. Yeah. Love it. Love it. Thank you for offering that. That was super nice. So um, let's talk about Sharon's fun facts. So exercise is your therapy. So let's talk about a day in the life of Sharon. So what is a day in the life of Sharon? Um, I get up usually about 5 36 o'clock and I work out first thing in the morning. It's just what I do. I, and I have, like I said, three kids, I work late hours. So I'm usually exhausted when I get home. So morning is my time. I just, it's my hour, hour and a half that I take and I just work out and it just clears my head and I think better and it keeps me healthier. So I love it. So what is the workout? Like, what are your workouts that you're doing? So I used to do some fitness competitions. So I do have a background in that. So I do, yeah, so I do my own programs. I do a lot of weights. I work out at home. Um, I don't have a gym membership. Again, three kids, it's really hard to get to a gym. So I have a pretty good setup at home. I do weight heavy. I do um, high intensity interval training. And then I also have a Peloton and I have a treadmill and I run outside. So I do, but I, I will say that my concentration is, is at least as of now is more on, you know, d- dumbbells, body weight exercises and high intensity interval training. And then my cardio is just kind of thrown in there. I love it. So we talked about the three kids too, but the competitions you didn't put there. I'm like so fascinated. So like what, how long ago did you do this? And like, what went into all of that? <laughs> like training wise, how long does it take you to get to that point? So I have been a gym rat. One of the first things I did when I got my driver's license at 16 was I signed up for a gym membership. So I've been a gym membership, I'm a gym rat for a long time. But um, after my first child, so she is 11. And um, after I had her, one of my goals to get back to kind of my free baby weight, if you will, was to do a competition. I had done makeup and tanning for a couple of people who did compete. So that's how I was introduced to the world. And so I reached out to a trainer and um, I basically did 12 weeks of an intense training program. And I competed in my very first show when my daughter was 10 months old and I won. Amazing. Uh, Sharon, that's a really fun fact. Like, that's awesome. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it was pretty amazing. I, um, I was the oldest person in my group and I was the only one who had children. So um, it was... You go, girl. That's awesome. Yeah. So part of me actually... And then after my second child, I just I was just way too busy. I had just opened the business and everything. But my goal, I just turned 45. And I was um, thinking that in my 45th year, I may try to compete again. Why not? Well, we'll So freaking awesome. 
Congrats. So where, where are the competitions? Cause I know they're kind of everywhere in New England. Where was that one? That one was in um, Marlboro. Cool. Yeah. So that was, um, it was the IMBS, which is the International Natural Bodybuilding Federation. It was that organization and it was their monster match competition. So cool. I'll be cheering you on. You got to let me know. You go back. That's freaking awesome. What a fun fact. So cool. All right. So now we're going to go to game time. We learned some fun facts about you. So what is Sharon's favorite food? My favorite food? Yes. Ooh, I like anything Italian. Same. Um, What's your go-to though in that realm? (laughs) I love a homemade, well, I shouldn't say like not me making it, but like if I go to a restaurant and it's made in-house, gnocchi. I love that. that Great choice. Great choice. And because you're like on the North Shore arena, like where's your go-to spot for that stuff? I honestly, I'll go, I'll go to Boston. If really, I'm, you were like North End sort of yeah, thing? I love it. That's yeah. like the way to go, I feel like. That's pretty yeah. awesome. And then I can't go wrong with Mexican food too. Like I right. love Mexican food. <laughs> yeah, a nice margarita. Love it. <laughs> I really miss those right now. I have to tell you. That's yeah. Like, yeah. Hey, listen, you made it through three. I'm sure I'll be fine after just one. Right? Fine. <laughs> Hilarious. Okay, so if you could wear one outfit for the rest of your life, from head to toe, what would it be and why? So I would say probably workout attire. If it's summer, I would do bathing suit because I love the beach. I love the beach. I love the water. But I would say like in general, I would say probably workout attire because I can do anything in it, right? I can work out. I can do errands. I can play with my kids. I can go true. So. And do you have like a go-to pair of sneakers that you wear? Like what kind of I I am partial to Asics. I've been wearing Asics probably for... I don't know, 15 years. And so I just, I honestly, I buy like three pair at a time and I just get the same ones all the time. <laughs> Hilarious. I mean, you might as well, when you find what's comfortable, like be comfortable, right? Absolutely. Yeah. So and where's your favorite place you've ever traveled and what's a bucket list place you've never been and you want to go? My favorite place I've ever traveled was I honeymooned in um, Bora Bora. Sounds so- amazing. It really was. And the experiences that we had there, it was like a once in a lifetime. And um, the funny thing is when we were there, we met a couple. So when we, I got married 14 years ago. So at the time, Bora Bora wasn't as popular as it is now. So when we went there, we only came across in two weeks, one American couple. You're saying no. So we met with this American couple and um, we were chatting with them and they said, oh, you know, if you like this place and you think this place is great, you need to go to the Maldives. So the Maldives has always been on my bucket list just because of the conversation I had with Bora Bora. So cool. Oh my God. And it's like all just clear water, right? So where are the fish though? Cause they show the huts like on the water. Like, don't you get scared? There's like a shark or something there. Like, I really think about that. So we stayed, we did seven days in Morea, which is one of the other Tahitian islands. And we did seven days in Bora Bora. And our hotel, um, our little hut in Morea was on a reef. And so we had, we could snorkel right outside our hut. And there was, yeah. And we did see a shark our last night there, right outside. And thank goodness it was the last night. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> but, um, and then in Bora Bora though, no, you're right. It's all kind of cleared out. But they had a sea turtle sanctuary. Um, we swam with black teeth tip reef sharks. We swam with humpback whales. So I mean, cool. just 
once in a lifetime experiences. Sounds like so relaxing too. Like I'm picturing that and I feel zen. Just like listening to like what that sounds like sounds amazing. Yeah, it was, yeah. You can't Great choices. Great. <laughs> yeah, that's like definitely on my bucket list. How far was that flight to Bora Bora? It's far. I mean, it's not that much further than Hawaii though. So it's eight and a half hours from LA. Okay. But you have to take all these little tiny planes, like once you get there and then you have to take water taxis and, but it was, it was so worth it. And we were there for two weeks, so it didn't matter. Worth it. Right. Yeah. Totally worth it. Love it. Okay. Final question. If you could spend a day with somebody you've never met, dead or alive, who would you choose and why? I would choose Dolly Parton. Love her. I love her. First of all, I mean, she's brilliant. She's talented. She is just unabashedly true to herself. And I love the fact that she donated money to the COVID vaccine and um, I just think that she is fascinating and just, she has just some great quotes as well. And I just think it would be great to sit down with her and just pick her brain. And, and I just think she'd be a good time. Too. So awesome. <laughs> and first of all, she looks amazing for her age, right? Like amazing. Right? Like goals. Like seriously. I know. I know. So, See? I love that. Love that. I feel like I've asked this question. Nobody said her before. That's freaking awesome. Oh, oh yeah. good. Great. Love it. Yeah. So no Sharon, problem. you're you're awesome. This has been so fun. Can you share with everyone again how they can follow you on socials and reach out? Sure. So if you again, if you just kind of look us up Embody Med Spa, our website is embodymedspa.com. Our Instagram handle is embodymedspa, and then Facebook, same thing, embodymedspa. Yes. And definitely reach out. That's such a nice special that you offered. And then you do the free consultation, right? The virtual. We do free consultations for every procedure we offer. Awesome. Some of them do, you know, most of our procedures, we do recommend that you do come in the office for um, just to get a better assessment for us. And, um, but yeah, we'll do free consultations for everything, quote you an exact price, set you up with a treatment plan, get you to where you want to be. Sounds awesome. Worth it. Thank you so much for coming on today. Thank you, Jackie. Thanks for having me. Thanks everyone so much for tuning in to Becoming Next on Scene and stay tuned for who's next on Scene. The ups, the downs, and all the in-between. What it takes to become next on Scene. Are you next? Follow us at Next on Scene. (laughs) 